What's up? What's up, everybody? You're listening to another episode of the Cutthroat Soup Show, and today we got a good sports stew for you guys. We got some conference semifinals, game seven action, as well as some super hot NFL bold takes all coming up on the Cutthroat Soup Show. Welcome, welcome. We're going to get straight into it. The Rockets and OKC was just an interesting game, to say the least. And both endings for the Bucks and Heat and OKC and the Rockets were really, really weird and interesting. And, and Stephen, what do you think happened during that game? And what are your thoughts on the endings? Uh, so, I mean, the endings with the... Um, the Rockets and the OKC game, like I had, I had trouble watching as a Warriors fan, OKC versus the Rockets, because there's three players that I just particularly do not care for at all. And you know that game was back and forth, nip and tuck, nip and tuck. And at the end, I mean, do you guys? I'll pose this question to you: Do you really think Stephen Adams was the go-to option there for OKC? Absolutely. Because, yeah, and I, it looked like it looked like CP3 kind of just like threw in the towel kind of early. I mean, I I don't know. Steven Adams is is legit, right? Like, you would want your superstar, you would want your superstar to go for it in that situation, right? And people have talked about in the past about LeBron James, the times we shot the pass out to uh, Mike Miller, whoever the hell that was. <laughs> uh, well, back in the day, it's like, oh, it was a basketball player, and and maybe maybe it was a basketball player. I don't I don't know. Uh, I, I, I trust CP3. I don't, again, I don't particularly, I'm not particularly, you know, fond of him as a human being, but I trust his basketball acumen more than I trust mine, right? Um, at the end of the day, though, who cares? Because the Rockets and the Thunder were playing for the honor of getting demolished by the Lakers, either or. <laughs> And I, I totally agree with you. Um, I in no way, shape, or form see the Rockets coming out of that series against the Lakers. But you got, like, there's seven minutes left in that game. Both teams, after the seven minutes, they were tied 96-96. And after that, during an entire seven-minute stretch of basketball, 14 points were scored combined by both teams. There were more turnovers and fouls then made shots in the last seven minutes of the game. So, so, so to say it was sloppy is to say the least. But also, the, the refs in both games ruined them just completely. And, I, and also, we got to talk about Chris Paul on the biggest defensive stop that you need for your team flops. Somehow they get the ball off steal. James Harden turns around. The biggest defensive stop for his team flops. And I think that was just the story of the entire game and also those two guys' careers. I was, yeah, I was, was going to say, that, that's, that's who they are. That's, that's, that's who the Rockets are in particular. And, and that's who Chris Paul – I mean, Chris Paul is not a – he's not anywhere near the flopper. Uh, as my friend uh, Carla likes to say, the flopopotamus. I love that. <laughs> 
is nowhere near the flopopotamus that James Harden is. But he's he's he he they play for the foul. They do. Yeah. And Denny Green it. They yeah. are who we thought they were. <laughs> they are who we thought they were. I, I that that part wasn't shocking to me. That's one of the reasons why, and I've said this for a long time, man. James Harden is a fe- uh, he's effective, he's efficient, but he is my least favorite guy to watch play because he's playing for the foul and and the trademark James Harden thing and the beard just pronounces it but that little oh I I I like Pez dispenser neck thing he does with oh like that is that is like the most aggravating thing to see in all of professional sports so I'm far as I'm concerned I'm convinced that's why he has that beard to accentuate <laughs> his neck snap because yeah. I swear he gets whiplash seven eight nine ten times a game like how does your neck handle that? He must know, do like man. a bunch of lat moves and like stuff in the gym because he doesn't do anything else in the gym. We can see how he's shaped. But <laughs> like, I mean, he wears a girdle underneath his jersey for crying out loud. Shout out Baron Davis. But I mean, I don't know how he does that. You know, and it's, we're talking about typical James Harden and typical James Harden, he choked completely offensively when his team needed it. And then typical Russell Westbrook tries to take over the game and I'm pretty sure, I don't know if you guys saw, but he missed like four straight layups, not even shots, like layups. And Russell Westbrook, it, I've talked about this before in our last show. He'll never win a championship, and we can get into that if you guys want to. But oh, he, he can I, win a championship if he wants to come and play with uh, Steph, Clay, and Draymond. Come on off the bench. <laughs> off the bench. <laughs> and he can find a way to ruin it. And so Rick Brooks, yeah, he, he dribbled the ball for 17 seconds, literally. And so that game was just messed up. And then there was a foul called at the end that was before the timeout. And for some freaking reason, Danilo Gallinari comes out and shoots the free throw when it should have been Chris Paul. I mean, I get that Danilo Gallinari was your top scorer for um, the year, but at the same time, you need that clutch dude. You need your dude to go up and make the shot. And Chris Ball is that guy for that team. So that was a horrible, horrible coaching move. Uh, but no, let's, given, let's, the, given the way he was shooting last night, man, they should have had a, they should have had Dort shoot. They should have shoot it. <laughs> he was on fire. He was Everybody on fire. Was that was Dort. insane. Yeah. That was that so was insane. I, I, I really, what I really wasn't up on Dort before last night. I'm Googling this dude last night. Like, Ooh, what? Arizona state. Yeah. Montreal? Does he what? speak French? Like, I have all these questions. <laughs> I'm so into the dude right now. Like, yeah. you know, like, what? <laughs> am, I, am I saying it right? Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that I was like a little, oh, oh, little doubt. Like, you know, how do, how do, who is this dude? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> oh, that must oh, have been yeah. a hard name growing up. <laughs> What's up, <Yeah>. Dork? What's <laughs> up, Dork? <laughs> right. But uh, I, think, I think talking about uh, refs and calls, you definitely, we got to bring up what the hell happened. In that Bucks Heat game, Middleton go three. There's five seconds left, and they're t- uh, they're down three. The Bucks are down three. Dragic makes in no way a foul. They call a foul. Get Middleton to the line. He hits three. Uh, he hits all three shots, and the game is tied. Two seconds left. Pop it out to Jimmy buckets. The Heat do, mm-hmm. and for some reason, Giannis grazing his back. I, I'm not even really sure he touched him. Gets called for a foul, and they send Jimmy to the line with no time on the clock. And, of course, Jimmy hits at least one and wins the game for the Heat. And I think that was just both terrible calls, 
but the refs were making up for the terrible call on Middleton and called another terrible call on Jimmy Butler to somehow make up for what they did and in turn made the game even worse. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's I heard an advertisement for a podcast. I want to say it's on the radio.com platform. You can search it, but Tim Donahue, which NBA fans will remember Tim Donahue from the early 2000s, was caught mm. betting on games. And I heard a snippet from this podcast, this interview he did, and he actually put it on the NBA saying that they have outcomes that they would prefer, which that's something fans have been saying for centuries, right? Like you watch two teams play and you know which one would draw more fans to the TV screen versus, you know, who wouldn't. You know, and we talk about it all the time, like favorable matchups and, you know, who would th what this would look like in the finals. Would it be boring? Would it be exciting? And there's something to that. And I mean, I, to be honest, Heat were my dark horse pick back in July, which a lot of us, I think, do like the Heat team here on the TDT podcast, Bay Area Sports Network. But, you know, I, I think they want the Bucks to go because you got Giannis, uh, DPOY, MVP, and he just would be more exciting to go. And the Heat are like, nah, bruh, we're up 2-0. Like, you guys can make crappy calls all you want, but we're going to be here, and we're, you know, we're going to play our hearts out. And, you know, you know the dog that Jimmy is. I'm not a big Jimmy – I don't think he's Jimmy Buckets, per se. I think hmm. he can score, but, you know, he's got dog in him, which you can never deny that in a player uh, like Jimmy Butler. I mean, but they also the, – the whole thing, see, refereeing is refereeing. Refereeing has never been flawless, right? It, it's – the refs mess things up a lot in every sport. And I, I don't ever really – like, it, it, it all evens out in the end. And, yes, this is a big situation, blah, blah, blah. But, like, to talk about the refereeing being bad, um, it, it, it you'll run out of breath. So – the game kind of happened the way it happened, and it, and it is what it is. Um, at the end of the day, the Bucks are down 2-0. And I, I don't know that the Bucks are in trouble, right? I mean, they're in trouble, obviously, right? I, but I don't, I don't know that they can't come back from this, right? Um, I'll be honest. I'd rather see, I'd rather see Giannis, okay, than, than, uh, than the – Jimmy Butler led heat man and you know uh it, it, it's just he's a more dynamic human being to watch play basketball uh and but at the end of the day at the end of the day he's he's does it yeah they had the best record in, in the NBA blah 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 but at the end of the day I don't think he has he has the help that he needs and to maybe not just not just survive this series I don't know if he has the help he needs to survive the series I don't know that, that he, he can uh, – I mean, I, I strongly doubt that he's going to beat whichever L.A. team winds up in the, in the finals, right? Like, I seriously doubt that's going to happen. And, and you know, there, there's that – there's this old, like, myth or, like – not myth, but, like, there's this idea amongst Bay Area fans, Warriors fans, that if Giannis doesn't make it to the finals, he's going to pull a Kevin Durant and come join the Warriors, okay? And if, if there's any truth to that, go Miami. <laughs> I'm I'm 100% with you there, Block. Uh, I would love to see Giannis in a Warriors uniform, but I do agree with you. The Heat don't really have that pizzazz that the NBA might want for their viewers. 
but Giannis has to do it and the NBA can't do it for him. And it doesn't seem like Eric Bledsoe is really helping him out too much or Chris Middleton. And sure enough, oh, Brooke, how old Brooke is Lopez Eric Bledsoe? Is how old is it? Seriously, I'm just trying to remember. I'm he's trying to remember not, here. He's not that old. He's like 31. Is he? He's okay. not that old. He should be playing better. Yeah. And it, Giannis looks lost on that team. And that's what I've noticed. And they have no answer for the Heat's threes because you would have thought that the Bucks they're not a bad three-point shooting team. They're not a good one, but they're not bad. And they haven't even been competent. And the game has stretched out to the three-point line. And if you're not going to adjust, you're not going to win. Yeah, and, you know, I, I hear you block about Giannis having help. But Giannis in the offseason needs to help himself and get a mid-range shot, bro. Like, his only move is downhill, one, two steps to the rim, or picking up garbage off of a rebound. That's all he's got. And his game is so flawed to me, and he could be so much better of a superstar. And what gets me is he wins MVP. Like, okay, but, you know, your, your shooting percentage is garbage from mid-range, and you don't have an outside shot beyond, you know, beyond a three-point line, which is fine. Not everybody, not every big man needs one but he's scared to shoot from out there because he doesn't have it. And that's why he looks lost on offense because if he can't get it at the free throw line or on the elbow, one dribble, two steps into the rim, he can't, he, you know, he's got nothing. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. His offensive game definitely needs to develop more. He's still young, but at the same time, if you're supposed to be winning championships, if you're supposed to be in the finals, if you're supposed to be MVP, you're not going to have that time to develop that people are going to give you. They're going to expect greatness now. And right now we're not seeing it from the Bucks, and we're not seeing it from Giannis. But let's transition into the semifinals matchups. We've talked a little bit about the Lakers. But, um, Block, I want to know, what do, you, what do you have for the Western semifinals? The Lakers, Rockets, Nuggets, Clippers. What are you thinking about there? Heat, Bucks, we just got into that a little bit, but maybe – more about Celtics Raptors. What are your thoughts? So, so, so first things first that I noticed, and I think this is interesting, both of the Eastern semi-conference games are going to be three games in, basically, by the time the two Western semifinals uh, uh, series have played their first game. So let's just say that we have two sweeps over there on this side, right, which is very possible because both Eastern teams are down two uh, or, or both, you know, but we have two old scenario in both, uh, in both semifinals. Right. Is that and new then, though, Block? Is that huh? new? What? I feel like that's been happening for years now. The Western. I, I, feel, like it's, I been... feel like it's more pronounced this year though. Maybe it's, I don't know, but because hypothetically the Eastern conference teams could have sat for a week before the Western conference teams finished their series, man. And that, that, that is, that's the thing that, I, that I'm that's tripping me out. I was just looking at that like, wait, is that right? Is that I'm like, I mean, I was looking at the standings. I was looking at my bracket. I'm just like, this cannot be right. But it, it's true. And that's that's insane to me. But it also it, it's also kind of interesting because if you talk about if you talk about who has the advantage, the Eastern Conference has the younger teams. So rust it, not playing for a week is a huge disadvantage for them. But the Western conferences, the Western Conference have the older. I mean, you know, because, again, I'm going under the idea that it's going to be Lakers, Clippers. No one can ever convince me that. Like, even if the Nuggets play the Rockets in the uh, in the Western Conference Finals, I'm still not going to be convinced that it's not Lakers Clippers. Okay, um, so like when you talk about that, it's just uh, the the 
you have the two older teams that are going to ha not have rest. Then you have one of the two younger to one of the uh, two younger teams coming in rusty, and that's just going to be a lame finals. Yeah, you know, talking about Celtics raps real quick. I mean, is it a rap for the raps? Like the Celtic team is playing them a lot harder than I thought. But, I, you know, I still think the Raptors are going to make a series out of it, even though they're down 2-0. Uh, looking ahead to the Western Conference, I mean, they might both be sweeps, to be honest, because the Nuggets are far superior – or, excuse me, far inferior to the Clippers. The Rockets-Lakers could be interesting, but I don't really – you know, they, they just played a seven-game series. They might be gassed by the time they go see the rested up Lakers. Yeah, the, 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 the tiny, tiny diminutive Rockets – are, are the best candidate to me to be the ones getting destroyed because they just, they have no size and they, they do this on purpose. And then it's like, oh, giant LeBron James and giant <laughs> Anthony Davis, that, 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 they're gonna, oh my God, it's gonna be like Mike Tyson against Lil Mac, okay? Video game Mike Tyson, not actual Mike Tyson. It's, that's what that series is gonna look like. And the, uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I one time I managed to figure out the secret of the moves and when Mike Tyson blinks and all that stuff to knock Mike Tyson out. Okay, every other time I played Mike Tyson's punch out and use a cheat code to skip straight to Mike Tyson, I got knocked out as Little Mac, and that's about to happen to the Rockets. Okay, it, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a massacre. Is it? I, you know, this happens a lot, but I disagree with you guys. Um, <laughs> I uh, I think the Lakers and Rockets is going to be a lot more interesting than you guys are making it out to be. Uh, the Rockets do have a much better backcourt than the Portland Trailblazers did, and the Lakers' ability to guard the backcourt has been their Achilles heel. So that's why I feel like the Rockets could make this a series. But also, I think that Anthony Davis on P.J. Tucker, he's P.J. Tucker's going to get bullied all game every game so yes it could be a sweep do i think it's going to be a sweep no i don't think it's going to be a sweep i think the rockets could get two games out of them uh and make it somewhat of a series. now into the nuggets now let me talk about the nuggets i think this is going to be really fun too the nuggets are deep the nuggets are coming off of a, a great win against uh the jazz they were down 3-1 guys they were down 3-1 Okay, and Jamal Murray is playing out of his freaking mind. Is that going to happen again against the Clippers? No, it's probably not. Not against Patrick Beverly, not against Kawhi, not against Paul George. But what we need to see is more from Jokic, who did have a good series, 28, 8, and 5. But they're going to need more from him. And I think the Clippers' defense could be the deciding factor. But I think you guys are throwing away – a solid young team in the Nuggets that has shown that they can come together and they can win at the highest level. And I really like Jokic and I really like Murray. Are the, well, are the, I wouldn't are the say, Jazz the highest level though? Yeah, Don't I was just going to say that. I wouldn't <laughs> say the highest level. I think that says more about Utah than it does about anything. The Jazz you were know? a great six seed. The Jazz were a great six seed. So they were and, a six and, seed. And a game seven yeah. is the highest <laughs> level. The game seven is the highest level. No, I'm highest the, level is the I'm highest the, level of competition. Now, I'm the fittest obese person, okay? It's a thing. Yeah. It's a thing. There's, there's a, of all obese human beings, there's a thinnest obese person, okay? And they're still not thin. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like, even if you guys think about it, is there anybody on the uh, Clippers or the Lakers who is playing even at the level that Donovan Mitchell was? No. 
they, have, they haven't had to yet. So, and they still destroyed two playoff teams. Uh, the, the, the Lakers and the Clippers have not hit their stride yet. And that's what I was saying. Remember the, a couple of weeks ago, everybody's like, oh, the, the Trailblazers are on fire. The Lakers better watch out. And I'm like, yeah, the Lakers have been playing for nothing and the Trailblazers have been playing for their life. They come in there, they get the first game, and everybody's like, oh, and I'm like, yeah. And the Lakers discovered that if they wanted to win games, they couldn't just show up, and they had to play a little bit. And then, and they still, they just played a little bit. They didn't go hard in the paint. And, and, and um, again, I just, everyone early in the season when, when the Rockets went to that small ball thing, like extra small ball, and they were they went on that tear, and people were like, "Oh, this might this might work." I I'm a size matters, man. Okay, size matters, <laughs> and it's a thing. It's a thing, and they are that small ball is not going to work against that lineup of 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 massive athletic human beings. Because again, like beyond just Anthony Davis, then you have Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee running up and down the court catching lobs over six foot five power forwards and kuzma's tall and yeah. um you know that their whole team has length i think the yeah. shortest person on the court at a time is like six five or six six like literally everybody on the lakers can shoot over everybody <laughs> rockets <laughs> oh i don't know i think paul george for the clippers is gonna have to come out of his shell for them to win as convincingly as you guys make it seem but i think these series are going to be better than you guys are making it out to be. Uh, and I other, also other, feel like this bubble has been so much freaking fun and it has been so unpredictable and I'm, I'm expecting unpredictable things in the future as well. <laughs> but let's move on to our final topic we got here for today. And that is our NFL bold takes for the 2020 season. It is September 3rd today and the NFL season starts Exactly one week from today with the Texans and the Chiefs showing up on Thursday night. Steven, hit me with the boldest take for the NFL season. The boldest take I have for this NFL season, and it, there's been a lot of talk about this team. They just picked up actually a stud running back in uh, Fournette, and that's the Bucks. And my bold take the Bucks will not make the playoffs in 2020. Ooh, that's that is that is spicy. Spicy. Ooh, that's some yeah. spice to this cutthroat soup right there because oh, I think yeah. finally, Father Time, he's ready. He's ready <laughs> to take that Tommy-ish, terrific-ish that had not a great postseason last year, and I think that's gonna you know I think he's been in TB12 you know eating his kale and drinking his smoothies. I just don't think it's gonna be enough for him to get that team which was had good stuff last year. I think they lost a lot of games because of their quarterback, and he's going to make a difference there. Having Leonard Fournette's going to make a difference. But the NFC is just a stacked conference, I think, all the way through, and I don't think they're going to have enough to get it done. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I got, I got something. I wanted to do something Niners. I wanted to do something Niners. But honestly, anything I could think of to do the Niners, like outside of guaranteeing a Super Bowl win, there, there's that even that really isn't that spicy right so I, i'm thinking outside the box and i'm thinking outside the bay which is the thing i rarely do right but the afc east right buffalo made the playoffs last year miami 
uh, the Jets, uh, and then Brady left the Pats. Uh, I was, I got a, on Yahoo Sports, I got a thing saying that Cam Newton has been named the starting quarterback. So here's my fake shocked face. You can't see it, but just imagine an extremely unshocked shock face, okay? So Cam Newton's been named the starter. So my bold prediction that I think most people are going to be like, what is the he Pats? Gets hurt again? That could happen. But the <laughs> Pats, the Pats win the AFC East again for the 87th year in a row, this time without Brady, with Newton, with Newton at quarterback, or the second year fifth round draft pick that Belichick still will somehow find a way to make a winner. Yeah, I uh, I don't necessarily think that having the Patriots win that division is that bold of a take, but I do <laughs> think that I do think the Bills are a good team. They do have a yes. kind of a tough schedule. They have some stretches that are going to make it tough in their young team, so they could struggle this year. Oh, oh but, the, by the way, the East is also playing the NFC West this year. So, so every every team in the NFC in the NFC East has to play the 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 Niners, the Seahawks, the Cardinals, who. You know, they, they, they could be wrong. And then the Rams, which you never know what you're going to get with. Yeah. I mean, you know, the AFC, AFC East could actually probably be one at nine and seven this year is because they do have to play a lot of NFC uh, uh, West teams. I'm saying, I'm saying every AFC East team has four losses. <laughs> <laughs> All of the Garen built in to playing the NFC West. All right, all right. My bold take I feel like might be a little crazier than both of you guys. <laughs> but my bold take – is that the Ravens do not win their division and the Pittsburgh Steelers come back with Big Ben and they go like 13-3 and three and the Steelers are in the AFC Championship and the Ravens are not. Wow. Oh, okay. The, the Steelers going – whoa, okay. Now, I think the Steelers D-line – with Cameron Hayward, Bud Dupree, and T.J. Watt, and Minka Fitzpatrick, people are sleeping on how amazing the Steelers' defense was last year with how terrible their offense was, and they were still in every game. Now, we plug a Hall of Fame, Ben Roethlisberger, back into his offense. I think the Steelers are going to be a really, really good team next year. The only way they're going to be a really good team is if they call Mike Vick back up. And be like, hey, <laughs> we need you in games. I mean, I, I, I just, I wonder, and I really wonder how much Roethlisberger actually has left in the tank. I mean, because you talk about Cam, okay, that's question, that's a good question. But Cam is still young, relative. Big Ben is thirty-seven. He's taking a lot of hits, man. He's. I wonder how much I, 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 I really, I would question, and this is a valid question. Who do you think has more left in the tank? Ben or Brady and Brady's like seven or eight years older than him. But I think, I think that's valid. Like how much does he really yeah. have in the tank? If, if he has anything left in the tank, that could totally happen. But man, I, I don't know. See, I, I think Brady, Brady might have more in the tank only because of health reasons. And I, I don't even know if big Ben will actually survive the season to be honest, but I do think Brady will play in every game for the Bucks. And, and that's an underrated aspect of quarterbacking is that leg injuries, people think the arm industry, injury is a thing on the quarterback, but the leg in, injuries, it's not just not being able to run around. 
you lose like velocity and accuracy when your legs aren't under you properly. So leg injury is a really difficult thing to come back from and be effective, you know? Also, shout out to Alex Smith, who uh, actually got cleared to play football again. And now for whatever reason, he's not cleared. But man, yeah, just the fact that man's journey, not just from coming back from this injury, not from just surviving the injury, but from being drafted number one overall 15 years ago, playing under Mike Nolan and every awful offensive coordinator imaginable. <laughs> um, respect. Respect. But yeah. I think you guys are disregarding the fact that Big Ben's been the king of playing through injuries throughout his exactly. whole career. He's been playing through injuries. Now, I get that he's older, but I just don't see injuries holding him back. They haven't. They really haven't. At one point, they will, though. At one point, they will, and it's not this year. Bold take. Steelers win. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that just about does it for our third topic on this Cutthroat Soup show. We did want to throw in something a little bit extra, and I know Steven really wants to touch on this, so I'm going to let the floor to you. Steven, go ahead. Yeah, right on. You know, uh, there's been a lot of chat about the NBA – uh, season and the ratings and the ratings being down. Now, personally, I think that's because we're on basketball overload. We were without it for so long. And then we just got that big bolt in shot where we got NBA for like four or six hours, almost every day. And then here in the playoffs, it's back to back to back to back. Whereas in a normal playoff schedule, the games are spread out where you actually have complete off days where there are no games. So I think that is playing into ratings being down for the NBA. However, there is a faction out there. I think it's small, but they're really vocal. And it's the stick to sports folks who are complaining about how vocal the NBA and its players have been in its social um, justice stances. And I'm all for that. And, you know, I think it's fantastic that these gentlemen are using their platform and their voices to speak out on what they feel and, and being able to have an opinion. Because in my, in my point of view, Athletes are men and women first, and then they're athletes second. And they're the six stick to sports folks just want to be entertained. We don't want to hear all this. Just entertain us. Well, that got me thinking about something. I've actually thought about this before, but there's been a lot of Kaepernick slander uh, on, well, especially Facebook because it's a lot of old heads who are ignorant, and I tell them to their face all the time that they're ignorant. But the stick to sports mm. folks – kind of got me feeling and thinking about a really throwback phase that actually goes back to slavery. And that's shucking and jiving. This is a really controversial uh, uh, phrase because it goes back to slave owners having slaves entertain them. And it became kind of a, a shucking and jiving thing. And it, it's gone all the way up through the 1900s. And even today, whereas African-Americans are seen as being entertainers, now, we've heard in the past few years NFL owners being referred to as slave owners and them not being able to give a platform for their athletes to be human first, just players first. Stick to sports, stick on the field, it, you're on the clock, and that's such a negative connotation to me because shucking and jiving, you were on the clock back then too for the slave owners. And so there was a correlation to there, and I just really want the stick to sports stuff 
to end dead it now and i just wanted to bring it up on this platform and just get the thoughts of you gentlemen especially you shamari like what do you think about that kind of co uh, co uh, like that what do you think about putting that together and kind of that um that reference being made to something that that does date back to slavery I mean, that's, a, that's a very interesting observation, I think. And, and, I, and I agree with you a lot on it. Um, the primary thing is, is that, is that the, so the, the, the correlation of, 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 you know, you're here to entertain us, right? Like that's a, it, it goes beyond that to your, what the perceived station, the perceived value, right? Of people of African descent that were descendants of slavery in particular, right, in this country of, of what the perceived value is. And, and, you know, intellect is not a thing that most people associate, you know, well, not, and I'm not gonna say most people, okay, but that crowd, right, that, that deems other human beings inferior to them based on all kinds of things, right? Like intellect is a thing they tend to, to disregard regarding people of African descent, right? But, but, Furthermore than that, I think that I think that the stick the sports thing is more sinister in a way because stick it's like to sports, racist. Right? Well, well, no, but just stick to sports, right? But also, don't protest. Don't say anything on social media. There is no place in this world where you can say something uh, against, speak out against uh, a, a racial inequality in this country where someone's not going to disapprove of it. So. And it's kind of funny, man. I was I, I I wanted to write this article that I've been planning to write for the last week, and well, I'm just bad at taking on projects without a deadline. But like, it, I want to call it "Now It's in Your Sports," okay? And the concept yeah. of this article is gonna be that 150 years ago ish, slavery ends, okay? Almost immediately, uh, the Klan arises, a terrorist organization, essentially. Uh, emerges and terrorizes the free slaves, uh, uh, burns down their their communities, blah, 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 makes it difficult. And we're like, hey, and it's like, no, you know, um, you have the, you, then you fast forward to the civil rights movement, the Black Panthers, uh, 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 the Rodney King thing. You, there's a history. There's never been a time ever or a place to speak out against this thing. And there never will be because the people that don't want to hear about it want things to stay the way they are. And I, I'm not going to sit here and try to judge people's motives, okay? I am going to say this, okay? I will. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to say this. And, and to go back to the now it's in your sports. So now, since you've ignored all this for the last century of American history, right? Now it's in your sports. And that's kind of what, you know, that's kind of what the, 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 the meter of the, of the article was going to be, right? Um, but then you go forward to, I'd like to not think that human beings are inherently sinister. And I like to grant things like ignorance and lack of awareness of things. But in 2020, if you pay any attention to anything, okay, uh, and you look at obvious instances of racial inequality in this country, okay, you can only come to two conclusions, right? that something in this country is causing that to happen, or the people that it's happening to are somehow inherently flawed in a way that brings this about on them, okay? And if you think the first thing, that lines up with my thought, and okay, if you think the second thing, good for you, but just own what that ideology is. 
And if you own it, cool. But there's far too many people like, hey, no, everything's great here. It's perfect. And you guys are just complaining. And that's the thing. That's the most sinister thing about this whole thing to me. Is I, I can honestly, I honestly just find it difficult to believe that you yeah. know, people can be <clears throat> ignorant today. I completely agree with both you guys. Um, I don't understand why there even is a stick to sports narrative. Um, and this has nothing against, but I do want to bring up something real quick. The uh, national women's soccer team has been standing up for themselves and standing up for ideologies for a long time. And you don't hear anything. You don't hear anything about an issue with that or an issue with what they're talking about. But immediately when a black man says something, when LeBron James says something, it's an issue. Now, what, what does LeBron James, why does Tucker Carlson have a platform that he could talk about politics or he could talk about things like that and LeBron can't? Make it make sense, people. Make it make sense. Yeah, and, you know, Block to touch on, the reason why I use the word ignorance is because, you know, the definition of smart is not having all the answers. It's knowing where to find them. And if these people were smart, and these answers were given to them about why these things are happening, they would pay attention. They'd understand. And it's okay to have a certain point of view and to grow as a person and change that point of view over time. Now, I, you know, going back to Kaepernick real quick, we just celebrated his four-year anniversary of when he kneeled in the NFL. If folks would have listened back then, would we be dealing with what we're dealing with today? Probably not. Hopefully Hopefully not. But that mm. just about does it for this Cutthroat Soup show. I am so happy that we had Shamari Block back with us for this show. And yeah, yeah. of course, It'll be back, with fellas. my guy, Steven. This was so much fun. Can't wait for the next one. Yay!